Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, I once again want to take you through this journey, the journey of pain. And I just want to let you know that God has been communicating with me and has been walking with me through this time. I have not been alone. He has not forsaken me. He has not forgotten me, and I have become even closer than ever to God. Now, obviously, I'd rather be closer to him drawn by pleasure than pain, but regardless of what this season is, I want to take advantage of it and become closer to my Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, the Father, Abba Father, and Lord God, Holy Spirit, Lord God, Ruhai Kadash. And one of the interesting things that came from this particular point in my walk in pain is my understanding of listening and being obedient to God when he tells you to do certain things. And at the time, especially when you, you know, you, you, know, you think you've got options, right? And I remember in the 1990s when God spoke to me about stop eating sugar. And I know for a fact that if I had obeyed him completely during that time, I probably would not be walking in this season of pain that I'm walking in right now. So now when God tells me to do something, and I know I'm saying, well, what relevance? I, I just do it because I don't. I know that he knows the end more so than I will ever know, right? So it's good to be obedient to God. Instant obedience is the best. Complete obedience is the best. And when you obey him, then you you reap blessings and benefits that you don't even know that will impact you in the future, right? So I was like just contemplating and just thinking about this time and one of the great things is that God will send people along your path and people that you are supposedly trying to help, right? So my there's a gentleman by the name of Oscar Chaplin and his daughter is a colleague of mine and we are both um, scientists. We are both um, marine scientist, um, and she went to the Rosenstill School um, in University of Miami, and so we become very close colleagues. And when I got hit with this pain, she she had me talk to her father, and my spirit just knitted with his spirit immediately, and he just just full of wisdom. I didn't know at the time that Sue was a national champion for weight. She's a weight um, lifter. And so her muscle mass is really good. And her, um, her father is also um, champion and coach to champions. And so he immediately started giving me guidance on what I need to do to make it through this season. And so unfortunately, his son passed away just recently. And um, Sue let me know, and of course, my heart went out to him and Sue, and I was like, okay, God, you know, I 
what can I do to, you know, be a blessing to them in time of sorrow? And of course, I sent my condolences and I reached out to them. But what was interesting was the other day, uh, Mr. Chap- Chaplin, he came on my heart. He was just a, he just was heavy on my heart. And so I texted him. I said, you are in my thoughts and you are in my prayers. Now, grant you, I'm thinking that I'm trying to be a blessing to him. And then he, um, he basically talked a little bit about his son and, um, and, and then he asked me, he said, so are you tired or are you sick? I said, unfortunately, I'm both. And so he said, I'm sorry to hear that. And so then he started asking me questions and I was telling him that, you know, one of the issues that I have is that all my muscles hurt, all of them. Um, and in my, even my hand muscles. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on. And I have um, been to a cardiologist and I've been to an internist and, you know, I'm doing, you know, trying to figure out what exactly is going on. But one of the interesting things was my last internist had prescribed me potassium. And I know that potassium has to do with, you know, your electrolytes, you know, the electrolytes, um, the electricity that runs through your body that, enables you to function and you especially need this with your what muscles so i talked to one of my god and me talked to my girlfriend linda linda roach one of my dear dearest friends and she was saying either it sound like to me you might have an electrolyte problem so then i talked to uh oscar about it and he said yeah i'm pretty sure you have an electrolyte problem he said, I want you to go get some uh, Pedialyte, and I want you to immediately, I sent my daughter to, to the drugstore to pick up me some Pedialyte. I, I, I just took down a whole 33 ounces, and you know, in a day, I was trying to get my leg, and I immediately started feeling a little better. And so I've, I will let you know, um, but this is, once again, God moving through people and I'm thinking that I'm trying to help them when God turns around and has them to bless me. So this is a time of transition for all of us. And in times of transitions, we need to be as close to Jesus as you can. Because your decisions in times of transition, of course, have very, have impact on your future and how your, how they will end. And I want to end well. So I've been just trying my best to stick as close as I can to the, to the Father, to Christ Jesus, to the Lord God, Holy Spirit. I have not stopped teaching my classes. I'm still writing my grants, even though I went to Chicago and it was a real push for me, but I went because it was critical to the deliverables for the National Science Foundation grant that I have. So I wanted to make sure that I met my deliverables. And then when I got back, my mother, who is basically uh, has poured her life into me, all her life pretty much, and because of this um, malady, whatever, this infirmity, my mother has sometimes had to help me out of the bed, has had, has had you know, she's really been pouring her energy 
these are, these are her latter days where she needs to keep her energy for herself so that she can end her latter days with, with joy and happiness. So, it, so when I got back from Chicago, um, my mother was, I was preparing to go to church and cause I, I don't like missing church. I, the corporate anointing is so powerful. And so I was trying my best to get ready to go to church when my mother said she was dizzy. So um, we got her to the emergency room, but we had been to the emergency room not too long ago, and, you know, it was nothing really serious. So that's what was my expectation this time around. But this time they did admit her into the hospital and come to find out my mother had double pneumonia um, and possibly a mild heart attack, although um, the doctor said he doesn't think that that's probably the case, and I don't think so either. My mother, she's a, she's got a very strong constitution, a very strong body. My mother actually picked cotton, okay, guys? So that's, that's how far back my mom, she's picked cotton and worked in the field, and because of that, she has a very, very strong body. So I was like, okay. So when that happened, I was like, okay, God, I don't want my my maladies, my problems to take my mother out. I need my mother. I want my mother to live long and strong. So I've been talking to the father. I've been, you know, I had already changed my diet. I had, I had lost about 60 pounds, about to lose some more. I had already been doing these things. I've been on a, uh, what they call it, intermittent fast. I've been on an intermittent fast for, I guess you would say, over, over a year. And so in doing the intermittent fast, I lost a lot of weight. I'd already changed my eating. I already cut the sugars out. And finally I got to the point where I cut the sodas out, cut out the, uh, Arnold Palmer's, which is, half sweet lemonade, half sweet tea, all that sugar. All of that was gone. So it's been very, very interesting, and I've been extremely fortunate as I walk through this journey of pain and how we need to still stick close to the Savior, still stick close to the Father and the Lord God, Holy Spirit. Of course, I'd already revealed to you one of the revelations that came out of me was, uh, not out of me, but God had given to me, and that was um, peacemakers, people who focus on creating peace between individuals, that sow peace, reap justice. This is why Martin Luther King was so successful, and Mother Teresa, because these individuals were peacemakers. So now I need to try to focus on being a peacemaker because I would want to see justice. It's been also one of the things that I've been thinking about and meditating on once again is how important it is that we keep a heart full of forgiveness and not being offended because it's bigger than what we think. It's bigger than the individual. It's, it's, it's about destinies. It's about, um, um, blessings. And it's all these things, uh, offenses and unforgiveness 
blocks your blessings, right? So it's been very, very, very interesting to see how these things all come together. And as I, as I go through this season of pain, it, it crystallizes it. it. It makes it very clear how all this works out. Because first of all, the most powerful move on planet Earth was at the cross. When Christ Jesus died, gave up his righteousness and gave us his righteousness, and he took our unrighteousness. He took his body and took our sickness and our disease. He took his body and took our lack and poverty. He took our shame. He took it all. And then he gave his blood, his blood for the salvation of our sins. So this is not a light thing. Jesus asked God in the garden if it was possible to take this cup from him. This is nothing like to be taken. But he made it through and he just said, not my will be done, but thy will be done. But when he was on the cross, this is after being scourged and whipped and his beard plucked and spat on and humiliated and deserted by his apostles, including Peter and Judas, right? He looked at the people with blood dripping down his face from the crowns of thorns that they pressed in his hand, head, the crown of thorns they pressed in his head. And he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So why was this so critical? Why was this so important? If he had not done that, none of us would be saved today. Why? Because... The natural, the natural man was, had, you know, that they didn't want to forgive. I mean, they were actually in the wrong, what they had done to him. You know, his disciples abandoning him. All he had done was good for them. He was always there for them. But they left him. And guess what? He was able to rise up over that and stay in the spirit. Even under excruciating pain, right? And say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. When he did that, the floodgates were open, offense was wiped away, unforgiveness was wiped away, and God, Jesus Christ, blood sacrifice, Jesus Christ giving his body, his body for us. And his blood made his sacrifice acceptable to the Father. Daddy God, you ain't To the Father, Lord God, Holy Spirit. Yes. We would not be saved today. And this is in, in pain. Excruciating, unbelievable what? Pain. As I reflect on this and meditate on this, I have now even saturated myself even more in the word of God and I have saturated myself to the point now where I pray more in tongues than I ever did before because these praying in tongues, Christ Jesus is in me. He is in my spirit. My spirit is born again, a new creation in Christ Jesus. And I am sealed, Christ Jesus, and I am sealed with the Holy Spirit. So the, the, 
So when you want the mind of Christ, you pray in tongues. You can also ask for the interpretation of those tongues, right? So when you pray in tongues, you pray and you have access to the mind of Christ. That means you have access to the wisdom of God, to insight, understanding, knowledge, the spirit of the Lord and the quick understanding and the fear of the Lord. This is where you have the access to the spirit of might and the spirit of counsel and discernment of spirits. Yes, and the favor of God rests upon you. So why is this so important? Because this is doing a transitional moment. And when you're pivoting like this in your life, you want to have the mind of Christ. You want to walk in the spirit and you want to make decisions that are pleasing, that will glorify, that will honor, and that will give God pleasure. Well, you hear me saying give God pleasure. God wants intimacy. One of the other um, revelations that came out just recently, Heidi Baker. Heidi Baker is another um, powerful woman of God. I, I see her as a cross between Catherine Kuhlman and Mother Teresa. And basically her ministry is in Africa and Mozambique, war-torn Mozambique. I mean, and this woman has such an intimacy, such an intimacy with God the Father, intimacy with Christ Jesus, intimacy with the Lord God Holy Spirit, that she's able to walk in the realm of miracles. And one of the things that came out was they, they kept asking her, well, how is it you're able to do this? Like she, that was a woman in Mozambique, she had both her eyes, she was blind. She had cataracts. Her eyes were white, white. And she put her hand and prayed over her eyes and lifted her hands and both her eyes, cataracts were gone. And then and more, she, um, she, God told her that she was going to feed at that time in the beginning of their ministry, they were going to feed 3,000. So she called the government and she just said, we will by this time tomorrow feed 3,000 of these people. She didn't know where it was coming from, but she worshiped and she followed the Holy Spirit. And the next day, a church in Europe had already sent over over 3,000 um, containers of food. So she was able to feed the children. And now they're feeding up to 43,000 children a day, a day. And God wants her to take the limits off of him because he wants to do more. That's right. And this is through one individual, Heidi Baker. And she says the key, the revelation is what? Intimacy. The revelation is intimacy. There was a season in my life when I was extremely intimate with God. There was a season in my life where I, I worshiped God first thing in the morning. Sometimes I would get up like at four in the morning. I even had a special outfit I wore. It was a purple like culottes and then they had a blue satin shirt and a red belt because those are the colors that you find on the Ark of the Covenant. And I would dance for God. I would turn on Daystar um, and I would, there was a re reflection where they have the music and the, the scriptures and I would dance before the Lord. And so during that season, during that season of intimacy, 
one day, I, right after I got through worshiping, I went into my favorite, one of my favorite restaurants in Tallahassee, Florida, called Olene's, and I went in there, and I actually transfigured, and Olene's sister actually witnessed it, and that was because of the intimacy that I had with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and I'm trying to get back to that intimacy where I spent my early mornings worshiping, worshiping the Lord. But back to the, the, the insight that God had given me about intimacy with the Lord. So this is years later and, um, they get to the warehouse and the only thing left in the warehouse, they're thinking they've got all these children they've got to feed. They get in the warehouse. The only thing left in the warehouse is some ketchup and some green tea. And she's like, God, what am I going to do? How, how are we going to feed these children? And the Holy Spirit moved her to worship God. And so in the middle of this almost empty um, warehouse where there was supposed to be food there for the children, she wanted a full-blown, intimate worship. She didn't ask for anything. All she did was worship God. She just worshiped God, worshiped the Lord, and thanked Him, thanked Him for being her Lord and Savior. And when she got down worshiping, a truck pulled up, a truck pulled up with food for all the children. She had already told the kids to go get firewood because food was coming. But she didn't know how, what, and this is true, and, and she, you know, and this is true of other great people of God who trust God and who have an intimate relationship with God. So I just want to say um, that this revelation was so powerful and I want you to think about this. Work on intimacy with the Lord, okay? Work on intimacy with the Lord. And then working with intimacy for the Lord you will basically get to get to where you need to be with the father and being about his um, business. So I, I don't want to end this broadcast without saying that if you believe in Christ Jesus, you believe that he was raised from the dead, that he was born of the Virgin Mary, and you accept his blood for the forgiveness of your sins, you are saved. Spiritual believers and listeners, once again, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining me on ninety on 94.1 FM, Wave 94, Into the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be a-